0: Welcome to Live, Laugh, Talk. I'm your host, James Graham, and it's a privilege to be here with you today. In this episode, we will begin with the topic entitled, Can a Cheater Be Created? Then we will transition to our segment, How Did We Get Here?, followed by our hobbies and special interest section, and then conclude with our sunflower message, which is our happy note for the day. If you have something you would like to mention on the show, some idea, or maybe a topic that you would like to hear talked about, please email us at admin at live, laugh, That's admin at live, laugh, In addition, if listening on Spotify, you can add a voice memo as well as comments and participate in our poll. And wherever it is that you listen to our podcast, we ask that you please hit the follow button so that you're notified of the new episodes when they're released. The topic that we will begin with today is entitled, Can a Cheater Be Created? The purpose of this episode is not to excuse a cheater, because someone has to make the decision to step outside of their marriage, or their relationship, we should say. What we're doing is identifying causes and hopefully saving relationships in the meantime by identifying the things that could lead someone to wrongdoing. We may not be the cause of that person cheating, but we can be an enabler. You see, we can do the things that don't necessarily help a relationship. For instance, let's talk about Jane. Jane is a married woman and her love language is quality time. Well, she comes home after work and she seeks her husband to tell him about her day. She finds him sitting on the couch watching the game. She quickly runs in, tells him about all of the goings on in her day. Well, this happened this way and then Someone else came in and they saw it the other way. She's giving him all the details, but what he's doing is not giving her any attention. He's ignoring her, and that's what he does often. This time, she asked him a question. Did you hear what I said? He's like, Yeah, yeah. You said that so and so did this and they did that, and you know, honey, I'm I'm watching a game. I'm I'm sorry. I, I I I got I got some. Some fantasy points on this one. She's completely ignored. She walks away, dejected. But at work, Thomas brings her carnations for her desk. But Jane asks, how do you know that I like carnations? He said, well, you were talking to Anne at the office party, and I overheard you mention that they are your flower of choice. Thomas listens. Hubby doesn't. Quality time and listening is what she needs. It's her love language. Is Hubby loving her like she needs? Or is he loving her like he wants? Bob's love language is words of affirmation. His girlfriend ridicules his sense of style. She thinks his jokes are stupid. Anne at the office compliments his color choices and laughs at every joke. Is his girlfriend giving him what he needs or doing just the opposite? You see, the number one reason for a relationship breakup is cheating. The number one reason for cheating is lack of fulfillment. Again, we're not villainizing the victim. Cheating in a relationship is a complex issue that can't be attributed solely to the actions of one person. It typically arises from a combination of factors such as communication problems, dissatisfaction or lack of fulfillment, temptation personal choices. Professionals have found that even serial cheaters have an origin story. Some have low self-esteem developed from childhood. Maybe they witnessed cheating from a parent as a child. Or they may have experienced some sexual trauma themselves. While external influences or circumstances can contribute it's important to remember that individuals have agency and they can make choices about their behavior. Creating a cheater implies that someone is deliberately molded or influenced to cheat, which oversimplifies the situation. Building and maintaining a healthy trusting relationship through communication, understanding and empathy is crucial to maximize or minimize the likelihood of cheating. However, it's ultimately up to each individual to make ethical choices in their relationships. Interestingly, studies have found that men are more likely to have affairs than women and are often seeking more sex or attention. You see, men express their love in a more physical way. They often don't have the perfect feeling words for their wives. So sex becomes an important path to connection and intimacy. If men aren't sexually satisfied, for instance, if their spouse declines sex often, they take that rejection to heart. And it can easily translate to feeling unloved. In fact, men are more likely than women to cheat due to a feeling of insecurity. But find the man that will say that he's insecure. But see, we find out that's the reason. When women cheat, they're often trying to fill an emotional void. Women frequently complain of disconnection from a spouse and of the wish to be desired, and cherished. Women are more likely to feel unappreciated or ignored and seek the emotional intimacy of an extramarital relationship. An affair is more often a transitional partner for the woman as a way to end the relationship. She is seriously looking to leave her marriage and this other person just helps her to do that. Now that's not to say that sexual satisfaction isn't a primary driver of affairs wives as well as husbands. Similarly, boredom with the marital relationship may lead both men and women to cheat. Now here are some additional points to consider when it comes to cheating in a relationship. Lack of communication. Open and honest communication is key in any relationship. Lack of communication can lead to misunderstandings, unmet needs, feelings of neglect, and all of this may increase the likelihood of cheating. So we want to openly talk with our partner. This podcast is not so much on cheating as it is on how to avoid this in our relationship. We want to give our partner what they need because remember the number one reason for the breakup is cheating but the number one reason for cheating is lack of fulfillment. So we want to talk about how to fulfill our partner, starting with communication. Next is trust. Trust is the foundation of a healthy relationship. See, when trust is eroded, it can make someone more vulnerable to temptation or strain from the relationship. While external factors can play a role, Individuals are responsible for their own actions. Let's just be true and honest about this. So there's personal responsibility there. Cheating is a choice. Individuals should take responsibility for their decisions rather than blaming external factors or blaming their partner. In addition, there should be relationship satisfaction. Because a person who is genuinely satisfied and fulfilled in their relationship is less likely to cheat. Partners should strive to create a fulfilling, mutually satisfying bond with each other. Temptation itself can come from various sources, but it's essential to recognize and make choices that align with the commitment made in the relationship. Now, while external factors and circumstances can contribute to the temptation to cheat, individuals have the capacity to make choices. Yes, we say that again. And those choices that either strengthen their commitment to a relationship or lead them astray. Building a strong, trusting, and open relationship is the best defense against infidelity. Now, we want to realize that there are so many ways that an individual can be tempted. But what we want to do is prevent this from happening altogether. Prevention is truly the key. So instead of solely focusing on addressing cheating after it happens, it's often more productive to work on preventing it through building strong emotional connections, maintaining intimacy, and addressing issues as they arise. And, and with all of our mates, we want to find out what their love language is and give them that. Too many times what we do is we love somebody as we want to give it. So however we view love, That's what we give to the individual. Well, that's not what they need. And oftentimes a partner will tell us what they need. And we just choose to not. Like in our example with Jane, she comes to her husband to have these conversations about work. She wants to tell him about what's going on. But he just ignores her. But the guy at the office doesn't. He's paying attention. And what about our other example? For the gentleman, he has a fancy way of dressing. He likes to tell jokes. His wife ridicules him. But that's not his love language. His love language is words of affirmation. He needs to be built up. And what happens when he goes to work? Oh, he's built up all right. Oh, they're just laughing at his jokes. They're talking about his colorful clothes. He's loved. See, again, we're not looking at the situation as this person has a free pass to cheat. What we're looking at is how can we avoid cheating altogether? How can we make sure that our mate is fulfilled? In summary, the main reasons why relationships fail are loss of trust, poor communication, lack of respect, a difference in priorities, and little to no intimacy. Remember that every relationship is unique and there's no one-size-fits-all solution to preventing or addressing cheating. It's important for individuals to be introspective and to communicate openly with their partners and when necessary, seek outside support to navigate the complexities of the relationship, and to make sure that we can avoid infidelity altogether. a question still remains, can a cheater be created? The answer is, that person makes choices. But within them making their choice, let's make sure that we're not the one pushing them out the door. Gender inequality in the United States remains a significant issue despite progress in recent years. And yes, disparities can be observed in various aspects, including pay gap, underrepresentation, work-life balance, health care access, violence, and harassment, education. If we think about pay gap, that's been the one that's been the topic most of the time. Because women continue to earn less than men on average, with a gender pay gap that varies by race and ethnicity. This gap is partially due to differences in occupation, but discrimination and bias also plays a role. There are individuals who have the same job, but because of their gender, they are paid 25% less than their male counterparts. And that's just simply unfair and uncalled for. Because this woman likely has to do the same work as her male companion, but paid in a completely different way, in a completely different amount. Underrepresentation. Yes, women are underrepresented in leadership positions, in politics, and in business. I remember in 1996, I met the first female president of a branch of a bank in my hometown. That was in 1996. All of this time, what had happened? I can tell you what happened. There were no women represented in that branch at all. It took several decades for there just to be the first, and I'll say, yes, there have been improvements, but there's still a lack of gender diversity in many decision-making roles. We see this in politics as well. It wasn't until this administration, that there was a female vice president. When it comes to work-life balance, women often face challenges in balancing work and family responsibility. The availability of affordable child care and family leave policies can impact their ability to participate fully in the workforce. And again, this is left primarily on the woman because it seems that men advocate these responsibilities to someone else. So again, there's a gender inequality going on as far as health care access, especially reproductive health care. It could be a contentious issue. Women's access to services like contraception, And other factors will vary by state. When it comes to violence and harassment, gender-based issues concerning these continue to affect women disproportionately. Efforts to combat domestic violence and sexual harassment continue to be ongoing, but seem to find an increase in our later dates. You would think that over time, we would see a decrease, but it's just the opposite. When it comes to education, while women have made significant gains in educational attainment, there's still disparity in many fields where women are underrepresented. Efforts to address these issues involve legislation, corporate policies, Grassroots activism and changing society's attitudes. Progress has been made, but challenges remain, and ongoing advo- ad- advocacy, excuse me, is necessary to achieve greater gender equality in our country. And if we really delve into some of the the ongoing efforts and challenges related to gender equality, we'll see there has been legislation and policy. Yes, the United States has enacted various laws to address this inequality, such as Equal Pay Act and Title IX, which prohibits sex-based discrimination in education. Advocates continue to push for stronger legislation, like paid family leave and anti-discrimination measures. There are corporate initiatives where many companies are increasingly adopting diversity and inclusion initiatives to address gender disparities in their workforce. These efforts include promoting women to leadership positions and implementing gender-neutral hiring processes. There have been women's rights movements, grassroots movements, and women's rights organizations play a vital role in advocating for gender equality. Events like the Women's March and the Me Too movement have raised awareness about issues such as sexual harassment and gender-based violence. The media plays a significant role in shaping perceptions and reinforcing stereotypes. There's a growing emphasis on promoting positive and diverse portrayals of women in media and entertainment, as we see now in our movies, where women are now portrayed as superheroes, whereas when I grew up, there was only one that was Wonder Woman. But now you have many, and it's a joy to to watch women continue to get roles that they deserve for decades. Gender gender equality education and awareness campaigns are crucial for challenging biases and promoting inclusivity. Schools and colleges are increasingly offering programs focused on gender studies and women's rights. Despite these efforts, Challenges persist. Resistance to change, cultural norms, and political divisions can hinder and has hindered progress. Gender inequality is a complex issue with deep-rooted historical and societal influences, making it essential for continued dialogue, advocacy, and policy reforms to address these disparities. Comprehensively. And with all of this happening, and with we with the fact that we make efforts, but our challenges continue to persist because people are resistant to change, and that change being giving women the rights that they just truly deserve. We have to ask ourselves: how did we get here? <music> Yes, it's that time of year again. Fantasy football. Yes, fantasy football is a popular hobby that combines elements of sports, fandom, strategy, and competition. Many people, it becomes their entire fault. The whole season is consumed in their fantasy football league. And why is it so compelling? Why does it bring so much attention? Well, for various reasons. In those is team management. You see, participants create their fantasy football teams by drafting real players. This involves research, analysis, and strategic decision-making to assemble a competitive roster. And they get quite serious about this. Matter of fact, there are TV shows now dedicated to fantasy football leagues. Then there's the competition. Oh, nothing like going against family, friends, colleagues. The goal in this is to score more points each week based on the performance of your players in real NFL Hobbyists often spend time researching the statistics of the players, the injury updates, and matchups to make informed decisions on who starts, benched, or traded. And with me, I should be given the task of finding any and all players that would be injured during the year. Because I find that every time I at least have three players on my team that end up injured. And boy, it's hard to find replacements when you're deep into the season. Then there's draft day. Oh, that's my favorite. See, the draft's exciting. Yes, when well, fantasy football, when you can select your players, and it can be done online or in person, yes, that just gives a special aspect to the hobby altogether. That's my favorite. day. And then weekly, managing the team, remembering who's out this week, because they may be on a bye week. I always forget that. Then you've got the waiver wire pickups, analyzing trades throughout the NFL season. This gives you a weekly ritual of engagement with the sport. And let's not undermine the social interaction. And that's where I come in, too, because I love talking trash to all my friends and buddies. You know, there's the trash talk, there's the rivalries, there's the league traditions. There's a common element. There's this camaraderie and friendly competition among the participants. And we even make sure that there is a trophy at the end of the season. And some enthusiasts delve deep into statistical analysis and advanced metrics to gain a competitive edge in their leagues. As mentioned, along with that trophy are the bragging rights. When you have the right to brag, from the winter all the way to the fall again. Ah, nothing like it. There's just nothing. like And you know what I like, too? The flexibility of it all. Because it can be as casual or competitive as you want it to be. There are various formats from standard leagues to daily fantasy sports, catering to different levels of commitment. For me, I like the standard leagues. I can't do the daily fantasy. That's just too much. I got a lot going on. I don't have time for all that. But there are many who enjoy it immensely. And then there are the online forums, websites, and as I mentioned, TV shows that provide a platform for discussion, advice, sharing strategies, and other enthusiasts. There are even podcasts that's dedicated to fantasy football. Overall, fantasy football offers a unique way for fans to engage with the NFL, test their football knowledge, and enjoy a season-long competition with their friends. Yes, I find it as a hobby that combines sports passion with strategic thinking and also social interaction and gives me the fantasy of being an NFL GM. I enjoy it, but many out there say that it's just way too competitive for them. They get too much involved. Or when people get injured, they start to lose their minds. But to me, that's what makes it so special. And I enjoy it. So hopefully you do too. Maybe there's a fantasy team that you have out there that you can write in and tell me about. And I can join yours. Because I would just love to have that opportunity to play you throughout the fall. our sunflower message is a poem under the sun's warm golden embrace in a world adorned with beauty and grace where laughter dances on the breeze I pen a verse for your heart at ease in the meadows dressed in flowers array where joy blooms in every ray we find a simple pure delight and life's sweet moments, day and night. With friends and loved ones hand in hand, together we shall firmly stand. In happiness, we'll find our way, creating memories day by day. So let your worries gently cease. Embrace the happiness, find your peace. And this life's tapestry lets us sow a story of joy where hearts can glow. For happiness is a gift we share, a treasure found beyond compare. In this world of wonder, so wide, may happiness wherever be your guide. On Cash App at dollar sign live laugh talk, on Twitter at live laugh talker, and on Spotify, where you can just press the dollar sign. We urge you please to donate to support our podcast. On Spotify, if you press the donate button, it will allow you to pick up an amount that you would like to give on whatever basis, weekly, monthly, however you would like to do it. But any and everything is appreciated. Rate us a five on your podcast platform or whatever the highest rating is and also tell others about we need the support. We need you. Go to Etsy.com. There you can search, how did we get here? And there you'll find multicolored t-shirts, coffee mugs, and tote bags that are absolutely beautiful. This is James and George's baby boy signing off. And as you know, I can't wait to talk with you again.